0: what's up guys it's brian here from full body athletics hopefully you guys are enjoying your beautiful day your beautiful afternoon your beautiful night whatever moment of the day that you're taking to listen to this podcast know that for every time you listen to a podcast like mine you are progressing in your career in your life and in your spirit so guys today i want to talk about a very important uh, factor and very important thing for me and that is water okay so for you guys that know who don't know, I own a gym uh, called Full Buy Athletics here in Laval, Quebec. And we are a semi-private group training facility where we cater to private clients, but also private groups of around 12 people. We have before and after pictures every month. We have weigh-ins. Uh, we, have, uh, w- we do workshops, retreats, and our clients are the best, best served to lose weight and to get nutritional recommendations. So Today, I want to talk about uh, an important factor, which is water. So, today, Look at the temperature was about 36 degrees and in my gym unfortunately i cannot put an ac simply because we always have the the garage door open or one of the doors open and it 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 does it it does that i cannot have an ac just because if i have an ac i'll have to close the doors and seeing that in in canada we go through six months of winter it's not the time to close down doors when it's summer it's time to open up doors so i'm going to talk about uh water today as a main point because today it was about 36 degrees like i mentioned before and 36 degrees in fahrenheit i have no idea what is maybe like 100 or something fahrenheit okay which is very very hot and in canada it's very humid especially in montreal quebec very very humid temperature so training in these temperatures can be very easy uh, very hard and a lot of my clients always ask me questions like brian how much water do i need am i getting enough water Yada yada. so We know how important water is. Today, I want to talk about different factors around water. So, number one... The importance of hydration. Why why is it important to hydrate ourselves? Number two, debunking the eight times eight rule. I'm sure you've heard about that. Some people, some uh, fitness experts or health experts are going to tell you, just do the eight by eight rule. Is it true or is it not true? We'll look through that. The recommended daily water intake. Different factors affecting water intake like your age, pregnancy. The role of minerals in hydration 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 during exercise balancing water intake with other beverages and food sources and finally the risks of overhydration and underhydration so Let's get things clear, guys. Water is one of the most important things that we can do for our body. Okay, water is essential for life, and staying hydrated is crucial for maintaining optimum health and well being. With varying opinions on the day, uh, ideal daily water intake, it's essential to understand that factors that influence individual hydration needs and how to maintain proper hydration levels. This comprehensive guide will help you determine how much water in a day should we drink, taking into account various factors such as age, activity levels, and climate. Okay, so the importance of hydration. Water makes up approximately sixty percent, if of our body weight, and it's involved in numerous vital functions, including digestion, circulation, blood circulation, right, temperature regulation, and waste removal. Right, when you go to the washroom. As our bodies lose water throughout the day, throughout u- through urine, sweat, and even breathing, it's crucial to replenish our water reserves to prevent dehydration and maintain optimal optimal functioning. Drinking an adequate amount of water each day can help maintain energy levels, support brain function, aid in weight loss, and prevent various health problems. Additionally, proper hydration contributes to healthier skin, improved digestion, and overall well-being being so <clears throat> we know the importance of hydration especially for a person that trains not just for a person that trains just for a person that is outside all day that works maybe outside or just your toddler or maybe your parent that's elderly hydration is for everyone okay so let's get to it what is the eight by eight rule I'm sure as a health enthusiast myself I've heard the eight times eight rule so many times I'll oh, just do the eight times eight rule I'll oh, just do the eight times eight rule so what is the eight times eight rule and is it true or is it not true? the popular eight times eight rule suggests that individuals should drink eight ounce glasses of water per day which is equal about to two liters or half of a gallon. However, this recommendation is not universally applicable as individual water requirements are very based on factors such as age, weight, activity level, and climate. While the 8 Time 8 rule is a widely known guideline, it is not backed by scientific evidence and should not be considered as a one-size-fits-all fit approach. Instead, it's essential to understand that factors that impact individual water needs and adjust your daily intake accordingly. So, how much water is recommended per day? There is no, like I mentioned before, guys, there is no one size fits all when it comes to water intake. However, the U.S. National Academ- Academies of Sciences and Engineering and Medicine provides general guidelines for daily water consumption. So in typical, typically, for women, it's about 1.5 cups, so about 2.7 liters a day for women. For men, it's about... 2.5 cups, so about 3.5, 3.7 liters a day for men, so women 2.7 and men 3.7 liters. These recommendations include fluids from water, but also beverages like tea, juice and water-rich foods. On average, about 20% of an individual's daily water intake sh- come from the foods they consume, so Even if you're not drinking water like crazy, but if you're eating a lot of fruits and a lot of vegetables, you are getting a lot of water from these things, which is also the best sources of water to get. It's essential to consider individual factors such as age, activity level, climate, and diet when determining daily water intake. Adjust your consumption according to stay properly hydrated based on your specific needs. Like I mentioned before, guys, everybody has different needs, okay? If in the day you trained... Well, you should drink more water. Let's say if you're a man and you train in a typical day, so instead of drinking two point seven liters, maybe drinking liters, drink maybe four liters. Okay, climate is it a super hot day outside? If it's forty five degrees outside, so you should be drinking more water. Okay, and also diet. If you didn't eat any fruits and vegetable during that day. You should drink more water. If you've, if you've eaten a bowl of blueberries or watermelon or whatnot, then in that case, it's okay if you drink a bit less water because you got that water through your vegetables and your fruits. So what are the different factors affecting water intake? So there's a lot of factors that can affect water intake, and it's important to know them. Number one, age. So as we age, our bodies may require different amounts of water. For example, infants... Should not consume plain water before six months of age. While older adults may need to consciously monitor their intake due to the decreased thirst sensation and other rage related factors. So, as you grow older, guys, that the, the, the thirst sensation actually lessens. So, elderly people that are spending time outside or just training or not should drink more water than people that are not um, or from, are not elderly. Okay. Activity level. So individuals who engage in regular physical activity or have a more active lifestyle may require additional water to compensate for the increased loss of fluids through sweat. So if you're training, guys, it's obvious you have to drink more water because you're losing it through through sweat, so that's very important. Like I mentioned before, climate, living in hot, humid, or dry environments can increase your water requirements as your body loses more water through sweating and evaporation. If you're living in a super hot climate, like, for example, Brazil, then you need to drink more water than a person who lives in Nunavut. Nunavut, which is the north of uh, of Canada, for you guys that don't know, okay? So if you're living in a super hot, super tropical climate, or even places like the Caribbean, or even just like Florida, then in that case, you should be drinking more water than the typical North American that lives in Wisconsin, okay? Okay so diet like i mentioned before your diet can impact your water needs consuming a diet rich in fruits and vegetables which have high water intake can contribute to your daily water intake conversely a diet high in sodium caffeine or alcohol may increase your body's water requirements so if you drink a lot of coffee if you're drinking a lot of alcohol if you're eating a lot of salted chips or a lot of salt foods then in that case you should drink more water than a typical person that does not eat these things okay so also health conditions do you have health conditions health conditions such as diabetes or kidney disease may require increased water consumption additionally some medications such as diuretics can cause increased water loss and necessitate say higher water intake we can also say things like having diarrhea right if you're For X or Y reason, maybe you got the gastro or maybe you have diarrhea during a certain day or maybe you just ate something that didn't fall well and you start having diarrhea. What in that case, you need to drink more water because if you're having diarrhea-like symptoms, then you're going more to the washroom than you you usually do, right? So in that case, maybe in that case, drink a lot more water. I would even add some salts so that you retain the water, okay? Let's go on. Pregnancy and breastfeeding. Pregnant and breastfeeding individuals need additional water to support the increased demands on their bodies and maintain proper nutrition for themselves and their babies. That is very simple. If you're pregnant, okay, even if it's the third month of your pregnancy, second trimester, first trimester, last trimester, you have to drink more water than a person that doesn't, okay? So make sure, guys, if you're pregnant and you're going to the gym or you're just taking, uh, you know, going for a walk, make sure to properly hydrate yourselves. It's super important for the protection of yourself. your baby. So now, monitoring your hydration levels. To ensure you are staying adequately hydrated, it's essential to pay attention to your body's signals. Number one signal, thirst can be a reliable indicator of the need for water, but it may not always be sufficient for optimum health and performance. Instead, consider monitoring your urine color as a a more accurate gauge of hydration levels. Aim for pale clear urine or urine as indication of proper hydration if you go to the washroom and you go to take pee pee <laughs> or you go just to urinate and you see your urine is coming out yellow or very dark yellow that means you're probably dehydrated okay so just be careful with that if it's coming out very clear it means that you're in good hydration however being yellow doesn't always mean that it's necessarily bad if you've taken some vitamins, you know, the surplus of vitamins can be withdrawn to the urine. So that's why the urine might discolor. So be careful with that, too. It does not necessarily mean that you dehydrate, but pay attention to your thirst and pay attention to your hydration, uh, to your urine color. So the role of minerals in hydration. So this is something I always mention to my clients because as a naturopathic, okay, it's very important for us to make sure that we have proper minerals in our hydration and proper minerals in our diet, okay? Minerals are super important for so many things, health benefits, longevity, and it's important to have enough minerals in our diet. So if you're just drinking water and not making sure that you're hydrating with proper uh, minerals in in your foods or in your water, then that could be very problematic for hydration long-term. Okay. So what are the different minerals in hydration, okay? So you have selenium, magnesium. So selenium you can find it in grains, lobster, okay, garlic, onion. Magnesium you can find it in beans, okay, lentils, potassium you can find it in fruits and veggies like bananas, um, bananas, apples, sodium, right? In seafood and bread. Iodine, once again, in seafood, seaweed, uh, sea moss. I did another podcast on sea moss, so if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that. Calcium, find in milk. Okay, broccoli, right? Fluorine in fish, tea, silicone in rice and grains, and zinc in coffee. Okay, cheese and in, uh, in meats, especially red meats. Okay, so in addition to water, our bodies also require essential minerals such as, like I mentioned before, sodium, potassium, calcium, and magnesium to function optimally. These minerals, also known as electrolytes, help regulate fluid balance, muscle function, and nerve signaling. When consuming water, it's crucial to consider the mineral content of your water source. Drinking minimal mineral-rich water can replenish electrolytes lost through set and support overall health. Alternatively, you may consider supplementing with high-quality electrolyte supplements to ensure adequate mineral intake. So typically, if you have a good diet or if you're supplementing with vitamins, you have enough minerals, okay? But Like I told my clients all the time, if you're just drinking pure water from the tap, that is no good, guys. Try to get water from natural spring water that's packed with minerals, okay? So if you get natural spring water, like something like Avian or something like Fiji water, you're going to see on the label, there's going to be different minerals like potassium. There's going to be zinc. There's going to be uh, calcium. There's going to be selenium. So natural water sources from spring water come with electrolytes. When you're drinking tap water, there are no... No minerals in tap water. So what happens is that when you drink these waters, for your body to consume and probably hydrate itself with that tap water, it needs to take from your own sources, from your own body's fluids, potassium, selenium, iodine, uh, not iodine, sorry, sodium, calcium, all these different minerals in order to consume it. So it's very important, guys, that when you drink water, make sure it doesn't come from tap water. If it comes from tap water, make sure you have a proper filter that gets fit and you can add minerals afterwards. Okay? So, seeing that I'm a trainer and I own a gym and I'm also a naturopath, the importance of hydration during exercise is uber, uber, uber crucial in order for you to have a good workout, especially especially when you're sweating a lot or especially when it's hot. So during physical activity, your body uses, loses water and electrolytes through sweat, increasing the need for proper hydration. The amount of wire, water required during exercise depends on factors such as the type and intensity of the activity, environmental conditions, individual size, and muscle mass. To maintain optimal performance and prevent dehydration during exercise, it's essential to drink enough water before during and after your workout. For extended or intense activities, consider consuming an electrolyte beverage to replenish lost minerals and support proper hydration. So what is, for example, a rich electrolyte beverage? It could be something like coconut water. It can be your own concoction, what I like to do. I like to take a glass of spring water. I add some lemon juice, a bit maybe of orange juice, just a tiny bit. Sea salt or pink salt. And there you go. That's a perfect drink because you're getting sodium. You're getting electrolytes from the orange juice or the lemon juice. Okay. And you're getting other minerals also. Okay. So balancing water intake with other beverages and food sources. While water is the primary source of hydration, other beverages such as tea, coffee, and juice can also contribute to your fluid intake. Contrary to popular belief, caffeinated beverages like coffee and tea can still contribute to overall digestion despite their mid effects. Additionally, consuming water-rich foods such as fruits and vegetables can help maintain proper hydration levels. Aim to include a variety of hydration foods in your diet to support overall health and well-being. Now, I want to look at something that's really important, okay? The risks of overhydration and underhydration. So, people think that, oh, okay, now I'm gonna start drinking more, I'm gonna drink six liters of water a day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be careful. If you drink too much water, it can be as harmful as drinking not enough water. Let's get to it. Both high- overhydration and underhydration can, pause, can cause risks to your health. Drinking excessive amounts of water can lead to a dangerous condition called hyponatremia or water intoxication. This occurs when the sodium levels in your blood become dangerously low due to imbalance of water and electrolytes. Symptoms of hypotremia can range from mild, such as headache and fatigue, to severe, including seizures, coma, and even death. On the other hand, underhydration can lead to dehydration, which can cause various symptoms and health issues, including fatigue dizziness, and muscle cramps, and impaired cognitive function. So you're the type of person that, let's say, when you, if, when you go for a run in the summertime, you see that it affects you, right, that you're getting muscle cramps. It's maybe because you're not drinking enough water. Pay very close attention to that, okay, guys? And if you're drinking water and you're like, oh, my God, I'm still getting cramps, it's maybe because your sodium or your potassium levels are too low, okay? So next time you have a muscle cramp while you're going for a run or while you're training, Pay close attention to how you drink your water, okay? Try maybe eating a banana with your water, okay? Maybe adding uh, sodium into your water, like salt, okay? It can really, really remove any type of muscle cramps. To maintain optimal health, it's crucial to strike the right balance of water intake and ensure that you're neither overhydrating or underhydrating. So conclusion, okay? So like I mentioned before, guys, Water is something that is unique to everybody. It depends on so many factors, like I mentioned before. Your age, your activity level, your climate, your diet, health conditions, and so forth. To ensure your body stays properly hydrated throughout the day, listen to your body's signals. Monitor your urine color like I mentioned before. Incorporate a a variety of water-rich beverages and foods into your diet like I mentioned before. Coconut water, fruits like watermelon, okay, or any type of fruit. Eating things like banana that has potassium or dates, okay, could be very good for rehydration and maintaining proper mineral content in the bloodstream. By maintaining a healthy balance of fruit, water and essential minerals, you can support optimum health, well-being, and performance. So let's wrap this up, guys. Like I mentioned before, water is super important for longevity, it's super important for your health in general. Okay, The reason why I talk about water is because The world is not getting any colder. It's just getting hotter. Look what's going on in Europe. Look what's going on around the world. We have to make sure that we're properly hydrated and we have enough minerals and vitamins to ensure that we have proper workouts, to ensure longevity, and to ensure that we're feeling good. Okay? If you wake up in the morning and you have a migraine and you slept eight hours, it's maybe because you're dehydrated. If you go for a run and you get cramps on your legs, it's maybe because you're dehydrated now you don't have enough minerals okay if you feel dizziness sometimes especially on a hot day it's maybe because you haven't drink enough water okay if you guys have any questions regarding water or you want to meet me in person i am a naturopath or even take a virtual uh, meeting with me you can follow me on fullbodyletics at you can send me an email on fullbodyletics gmail.com with your questions or you can follow me on the socials, full body underscore athletics on Instagram, full body athletics on TikTok, and full Legs on YouTube. Guys, when it comes to health, don't be shy. Ask me questions. I'm always here for you. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this podcast. This was Podcast Episode 19. Have yourselves a great day. Love and peace. Ciao. One, two.